0: Robots, episode 82. What a slow news week. I mean, well, aside from Blizzard being a bunch of schmucks, allegedly, well, I mean, Blizzard's kind of been on a downward spiral, I mean, since cataclysm, you know? Yeah, I'm not talking about game development. Oh, right, alleged workplace harassment and all that. Yeah, now, when it comes to stuff like this, I tend to wait for all the evidence to shake out before I make any judgments, which I know most people don't do but personally, Blizzard has been in the jerk box since the whole Hearthstone Hong Kong tournament thing and the constant pandering to literally everyone. So, if the company crashes and burns, I don't care. I just want the creative folks employed there to do well and be able to continue to work in a decent environment for a company that doesn't treat them like crap. So, what you're saying is they should probably find new jobs. <laughs> no, why? <laughs> I noticed Blizzard is doing what they did with that whole Hearthstone Hong Kong tournament thing. Oh, they try to distract people with updates on, on highly anticipated games like Diablo and Overwatch 2 rather than the address the issues. Yeah, Blizzard's kind of like, yeah, there's a fire over there in the corner, but, you know, look over here. New shiny things, wow, Overwatch 2 and stuff. Yeah, I don't think the internet is that stupid, Blizz. Well, um, I mean 2020. Oh, yeah, alright, never mind, whatever, uh, let the legal department figure it out, I, whatever. I have movie news, we were sent fun things from Lucifer, again, yes, I was sent Rifa Madness, the musical, which, oddly enough, wasn't packed with any medicinals, which seems like a missed opportunity on the movie production people's part. They could have had branding there. They could have made their own special blend and packaged it in with the the physical media. But they said, no, you got to enjoy this without any medicinal aids. (laughs) All right, thank you, Lucifer. At least that will keep him occupied for a solid two hours. Thank you. I shall watch this with my favorite prescription. Speaking of which, I was also sent Howard the Duck in 4K. Really, Howard the Duck. Yeah, dude, I've said this before. It's one of those movies that are so bad, it's bad, but you just have to watch it every once in a while, just so you can be like, wow, they spent a lot of money making this. And and you know what? It's always good to get a hold of George Lucas' work before he does, okay? Because I don't need a special edition of Howard the Duck with new features and new added footage and McClunky or whatever the hell Greedo said in Star Wars that wasn't there ever. Thank you, but but wait, there's more. I received a baby metal. Of course, it's baby metal. Graphic novel, apocrypha. I think it said apocrypha. The story of baby metal. Tasked with defeating the forces of darkness and division, the metal spirits must travel through a variety of eras of time, assuming different forms and identities. Oh, God, that sounds so anime it hurts. Well, yes. Yes, it does. So thank you, Lucifer, once more for the goodies. I don't know where we are finding all the time to ingest all these things, but it is super appreciated. For our collection of goodies is vast and large now. You know, I'm, just, I'm totally going to read this, right? But, but wait. Oh, god, what? There's a baby metal mystery happening. Oh, can you just make your own baby metal podcast and just leave me out of it? There may not be time, for there has been a cryptic message released that Baby Metal will disappear in October. What? The, the website said right. With all ten episodes of Metal Resistance coming to a close on October tenth, twenty twenty-one, the ten-year legend will be sealed away from the world. Until that seal is broken, Baby Metal will disappear from our sight. Time is running out. There is no eternity in God's descent. What does that even? I, mean. I think it is a creative way of saying, the band's contractual obligations are coming to an end. But, what? What I mean, what is the world gonna do without Binding Metal? Uh, listen to Band made? It's not the same! How could this happen? Why? Who's allowing this? It doesn't make any sense! Well, alright, listen. Assuming the band is dissolving, which is still unconfirmed, that would give Sue Metal an opportunity to do solo things. Right? Oh, right. She can go on and sing anime opening themes and all that. You know, like, like Lisa. Alright, see? Y- you're feeling better? Wh- well, no, because cause what if she's like, Oi, screw this idle life! I want to run a metal-themed cafe in Tokyo! Well, then you can probably go get coffee in Japan in a metal-themed cafe where Metal may work. Huh, right. I could be the protagonist of my own anime with a story like that. English Squirrel, dismayed at the breakup of his favourite band, moves to Japan in an attempt to uncover the truth as to why the band was dissolved, only to find his favourite vocalist is running a metal-themed cafe, where he conveniently takes up a residence as her pet. You know, fun interactions start happening with the customers and staff, and, you know, I can live a happy life helping out Sue Metal in a cafe. You know, it, it's, it's brilliant! You know, not like like Chomako's Market, but, but metal, right? Dreams can come true! Dude, what the hell is wrong with you? Night. Night. Let me dream, alright? Reality is terrible right now. He is not blonde. Moving on. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Highlander, A Clockwork Orange, The Addams Family Movie from 1991, and some Universal Monster movies are all getting 4K releases over the next few months. There can be only one! Yet they made a bunch of them. You know, I really hope they do well with Highlander. You know, I mean, that's like a cult classic. I want a new scan, and I want, like, really cool special features and all that, you know? personally, I'm more concerned with the Universal Monsters, which is, like, historic cinema at this point. Um, Dracula, Frankenstein, The Invisible Man, and The Wolfman are so far the movies that are going to be all in 4K. Wait, wait, no Bride of Frankenstein? Uh, not yet, but they'll probably roll out all the other monster movies over time, so... This is nothing I'm going to jump on right away, um, because frankly, they didn't even release the specs for it yet, you know, so I'm not sure if, it, if these are new, fresh 4K stands or just upscaled versions. We have the Blu-ray versions, which look great, okay, so 4K can wait until all the Universal Monster films are released. I care not for the piecemealing of releases when all Universal Monsters should be in 4K in a box set that is totally unaffordable? Give it to me! Or, they can do what they did with the Blu-rays and just have all the Wolfman movies in a Wolfman collection and so on and so on, but in 4K. I think Universal rolled those out the same way, you know, it's like they released the main movies in a collection and then kind of re-release them in collections with other films, you know, to kind of maximize sales from those rabid collectors and all that. Yeah, I unfortunately bought every single one of them. But, hey, marketing, it's horror history at this point. So, yeah. Oh, hey. Did anyone here watch Lollapalooza? Oh, lots of poor losers? Oh, I saw a lot of people wandering around smoky stages and, and almost singing to pre-recorded music. Y- y- is that a lots of poor loser now? Um, yeah. It was, it was kind of disappointing. You know, Foo is put on a good show, though. You know, I mean, not really my thing. But Dave Grohl still seems to be having fun with it. You know, I mean, after 30 years. You know, so, so you know, that was kind of nice to see. Yeah, and, and you know what? Good on Dave Grohl for giving a shout out to the band Naked Raygun during the show. Of course, they could have played a song by the band being in Chicago, or maybe inviting the lead singer on stage. You know, being in Chicago. But, I guess it was something, Dave. Thanks. I thought showing your Naked Raygun was against terms of services, is this? No, it's, it's the name of a Chicago punk band. Yeah, you know, why call the band Naked Raygun? Because Sex Pistols was taken. Oh! Oh! I'll see what they did there! Oh! oh, oh, That's brilliant. (laughs) Wow. Um, anyway, on the topic of live music. Yo. And I know this is just my opinion. But I cannot pay hundreds of dollars for a concert ticket to hear pre-recorded music while some clown walks back and forth on stage in a hazy fog, randomly spewing out expletives to get the crowd hyped. To me, it's boring, it's lazy, and I have walked out of concerts for doing that same thing. Yeah, you know, I I can't imagine, like, Jack White getting up on stage and just, you know, twisting knobs and shouting at people randomly. Yeah, also, DJs, yo, stop using pre-recorded set lists and mixes. Do it live. Twisting knobs and pressing buttons to add reverb or effects to pre-recorded playback is not a live show, in my humble opinion. Old-school DJs had to lug around crates of records and mix things live, scratching records in real-time, and it was so crazy it made my face melt and then I had to get plastic surgery. Yeah, you know what? i, I can't get into the whole press-play live concert thing. It-it's like paying a ton of money to watch an overrated wedding DJ. Okay? It- it- it is kind of sad. You know, I-all right, because I just kind of miss actual live performances, you know? And DJs using actual turntables and actual records. You know, i got to say, that was mesmerizing to watch. I mean, I've seen some videos where those DJs worked flawlessly, flipping records and dropping needles and scratching and all that. You know, I mean, right now, uh, you can li- literally sort all your music by beats per minute and just kind of drag and drop your mixes, you know? And, and, yeah, and, hey, I'm all for technology moving things forward, but I feel the creative aspect, the organic aspect, the showmanship of DJing, is pretty much dead. And before you start posting comments about how DJing is difficult, yo, I've tried multiple software and apps, and it really isn't. I'm sorry, it may be entertaining for some, it may fill a room with people bouncing up and down, but personally, I don't find it very artistic by comparison to the technique displayed by DJs of yesteryears, okay? So for folks who don't know how DJing was done in the past, just look up some VODs from the 80s and 90s, okay? It's pretty impressive. And then stop being around 2002. Watch some VODs first, then feel free to comment. Yeah, I I kind of feel a lot of people are just going to react to that comment rather than, you know, look into it. Yeah, I'm not too concerned about those people. Um, I want people who want to improve and appreciate the scope of the art to look into it first, see what they can learn from the past and apply it to their own performances, rather than get all offended by the it's kinda easy comment. Learn from the past use it, and perhaps it'll help you stand out a bit more from your colleagues. Yeah, I mean, right now, the only way you can tell DJs apart is by, like, the level of godliness for their shirts, you know? It's like, oh, that's DJ, what's his face? Because he's got that giant shirt that's really bright and hurts my eyes and, you know, kind of works out the HDR on my monitor. That and the giant helmets they use to hide their faces. Oh, God. Yeah, whatever. Um, Personally, if I want a DJ, I'll hit random on Spotify. No offense, but to me, DJing now is not really my thing. Sorry. You're not really sorry, are you? Well, no, I'm not. Um, I like what I like, and my opinions are what they are until I get new information to change them. So, yeah, Spotify. Random. Anyway, a new trailer for Venom, Let There Be Carnage, was released, which looks to be kind of goofy, frankly. Yeah, I think they're going for, like, that hard PG-13 rating, you know? I mean, the first one was PG-13, and I think just Sony wants to make sure the little children can watch Venom, even though it's one of the most violent characters in, in you know, comics. It's like symbiote punisher. Uh, dude, you know, I cannot stand that. Why is everyone dumbing down comic book movies whose source material would have been rated R-Easy? I mean, I grew up on comics, and they were overly violent, sexual, and all sorts of messed up. And I turned out fine. Did you, though? Know? Uh, I'm hyperlogical, direct, fairly intelligent, have an inordinate amount of common sense, can see through a lot of BS, a good judge of character, self-reliant, efficient, independent, hardworking, with a sharp wit. I'm also very open-minded to new information as long as it's triple-validated, and will apply that to my life in order to become a better entity. And inherently, every day, I try to be a little bit better of a squirrel. Wha what When? Uh, alright, alright, alright. Dude, a lot of people don't know how I am IRL, okay? But, yo... I have helped old ladies with groceries in parking lots, okay? I have chased down a freaking pit bull that escaped from their owner and was running around in traffic. I've rescued numerous animals from harm. I donate when I can afford to. Thanks, YouTube. And when I lend money to friends, I don't ever expect it back nor hold it over their heads. I'm accepting to all walks of life as long as they're not jerks and judge people based on their actions rather than their backgrounds. I am also very forgiving of people's pasts allotting for change and development in the human being. So, yeah, I may have a rather prickly and unapproachable exterior, but generally, I want people to be the best they can, and I don't mind helping people achieve that if I'm able and if they're open to it. I don't know, you're really toxic sometimes. Well, I'm a squirrel, so it's fine. Toxicity is part of my heritage. I don't think that's true. Dude, most of my friends were run over by humans. So, yeah, I'm gonna be a little toxic towards humanity. Fair enough. Whatever. Anyway, we're out. Be well, stay smart, and keep away from the stupids. And don't run over any squirrels. And thank you again, Lucifer, for the goodies. Yes, thank you. Somebody find out for me what's happening with Baby Metal. I need to know! Oh my god, I'm gonna have to go move to Japan now and serve lattes to tourists which are just gonna be more Americans! Oh, but they're gonna be the anime kind who are like, gonna say money over and over again, and they're gonna be like, oh, kawaii, and ayayaya, over and over, and I'm gonna be like, Sumo, please, let us close this place down and get away from these crazy people! Are you done? Oh i think so! Ah, <sighs> with that being said, for me, it's Howard the Duck in 4K and some Jiffy Pop. My weekend is planned. And I shall pray to the fox god that Baby Metal does not break up in October. Oh, my God, dude, nothing lasts forever, okay? Just brace yourself and accept it. What about when they add the word forever at the end of stuff? Like like Spice Girls forever or, or Monster High forever. Dude, adding the word forever to your franchise is a sure way to destroy it. That is statistically accurate. Humanity forever! Yeah, see? They're already on the way out.